Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. I want to bring you some very special thoughts today that are in my heart. And this time I'm going to be in the epistle to the Philippians and it's chapter 3. Paul here is touching on a number of very important issues in the whole chapter because he says in the first verse, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. He says to write these things to you indeed is not grievous, but it's for your safety. And then he goes on to say something which is quite unusual because in the authorised version he says, beware of dogs and evil workers. But he's using, uh, for the first time, I'm noticing Paul use, um, I won't say an abusive, but certainly a very clear definition because these people he's talking about are evil workers who are within the scope of the church or on the outskirts and what they're trying to do is to force these new believers who are Gentiles to be circumcised. And um, we know Paul's opinion on this and he makes it quite clear. He says um, circumcision is not just cutting the flesh. It's a spiritual issue. And that um, when we identify ourselves with Christ, and I'm looking here um, uh, where he goes on, uh, we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Jesus Christ and have no confidence in the flesh. Um, so what he's referring to is that uh, our experience in Christ cannot be defined by the physical. It's a spiritual issue. Now, I'm going to take you a bit further into this because I find that Paul is absolutely clear on this and he's making a point which we need to look at today when we look at the church. Because in verse 4 he says, So I might also have confidence in the flesh, because if anyone else thinks that he has whereby he might trust in or uh, have obedience through an earthly, fleshly thing, he says he more than anybody else, because then he goes on to say that he is the, the, of the deepest level a Jew, that he was circumcised on the eighth day, He's born from an Israelitish family of the tribe of Benjamin, as he says, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, and as touching the legal side, because we know he studied under Gamaliel, that he is a Pharisee. So if anybody could assume that salvation can come any other way than through the death of Christ, through being born again, Paul is saying, look, if there's any other way, I have got more right than you to claim it. Now, why am I dealing with this? Because we're facing the fact that today in the Orthodox, and when I say Orthodox, I don't, I'm not referring to the uh, the, the, the Greek or the, uh, or, or the Russian Orthodox Church as such. I'm speaking of the, the general church. It is so 
easy, and there are so many within the so-called church, uh, the established church, the so-called church, who are there not because of a born-again experience, a new birth, but simply because they are adhering to the so-called teachings of the church. And provided that they follow certain ceremonials, uh, they are within the church. So the church, as the world sees it, is more dependent on its ceremonial, even to the extent that uh, so much is put even on um, what the Roman Catholics call the Mass, that you have to take the Mass, which is, of course, uh, a, a, a form of communion. And all these things are considered as being the way into salvation. Now, these, I mean, for example, I take communion, I'm sure you take communion, but this is not a, a means of salvation. This does not replace what Jesus has said, and I have been referring to, if you listen to me when I'm preaching on John 3.16, that salvation is only as you are born again. Jesus said, you must be born again. But the trouble is this. I don't find this as a condition to entry to some of the Bible colleges, to some of the training schools for the clergy. So there are within the church. I know this. I know it from personal experience. I know it from the witness even of some of my staff that there are people within the church who are there not because they've given their lives to Christ, that they've been baptized by total immersion, and they've gone through a born-again experience. They are there because of an obedience to the tradition of the church. And that becomes such a danger. But Paul goes on even further because he had... First of all, his qualification is of the highest level as a Jew. But then, not only that, in verse 6, he goes on to say that concerning his zeal, his enthusiasm, that he was persecuting the church. So, um, although under the law he was blameless, he'd adhered to the whole of the law, but yet, without Christ, he actually persecuted the true believers. You know that he was there at the stoning of um, of of the first uh, uh, martyr. Uh, that, and, and I mean that's that's quite so significant that he could actually be participating while they were stoning him. Now, I, I'm I, I'm speaking about this because. There is today such a misapprehension in the world that they don't see the church as the smaller number, the born-again believers who are the true church. They see what the church is to the public, which is ceremonial. And I, I, I mean, for example, I'm very concerned because... Uh, I used to have to conduct when I was a pastor. I, I haven't done it since, but when I was a pastor that I used to conduct funerals. But I watch funerals 
I mean, you can't avoid it nowadays, unfortunately, because of uh, the, the, the way that many funerals are public. But what's concerning me is that the priest is saying something that is misleading. Because I, I watched them as they intone, as the coffin is uh, lowered into the ground, and he uses these words, in sure and certain hope of the resurrection. Now that is trying to convince or, or, or mislead the people who are burying loved ones that every person who's buried in a Christian burial, again, this comes back to the ceremonial, uh, to the fact that most graveyards, church graveyards, are in so-called consecrated ground. You're buried in consecrated ground. But the fact is this, the fact that they are buried in consecrated ground by an, uh, an officiating priest is not the door into the kingdom. Yes, the Bible says that in the last day that we will rise, but those who are outside of Christ don't enter the kingdom of heaven. Oh, the only way into the kingdom of God into heaven is by dying to the world by being born again. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits.